I'm Ryan Walters, that other podcast host that you hate the most, and you're listening to Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. It is Tuesday, October 25th, 2022, 8 p.m. sharp. This is podcast number 118. Holy shit, it's dark outside. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, nope, that's not true. That's not true. We are joined, as you know, most of the time by our other lovely hostesses, the Joshua Mitchell. He already said hi to you folks out there. Don't forget, we got our lovely Discord that uh, we were chatting in today. Segment start times are down. Down in the description below and thank you at levi oki illustration on instagram for all the beautiful art that people can see josh how ya darn i'm darn how are you gar i'm doing pretty good um okay I, between the last time you and i have really talked because you skipped the saturday pod um i went to go see dimitri martin last week i don't know how many comedy fans are out there how many stand-up fans are out there but i love dimitri martin i love me some intellectual humor so really love seeing um willie you're here by accident there you go um i really love seeing some intellectual comedy so i don't know big big fan of that dimitri martin show last thursday other than that i can't think of any other really highlights over the week but that was that was what happened between last time you and i talked how how are you really doing? Because you just said good and then moved on. Well, you know what's going on? Got any life updates for the folks? I mean, are we? How many Lego sets have we built in the past week? What are, what are we talking about? Uh, none, none in the last week. Um, none in the last long time. Um, but I, I have. Um, so I was out of town this past weekend, which is why I wasn't here. And yeah, so where the hell that, were you? Brian was concerned. I, I was in Wisconsin for uh, my dad's college get together with all his old college buddies. Um, yeah, they rented out like a lodge up in the middle of absolute nowhere, like no Wi-Fi nowhere. Um, and so, um, but this lodge had like an indoor skating rink, like um, roller skates. It had a 1972 Grand Slam home run uh, pinball machine, which I set the high score on. No big deal. Ladies. Um, they had pool. They had a shuffleboard. So yeah, it was, it was a good old time. They, it was right on the lake, so it was it was a good time. Um, but yeah, I just want to reiterate that high score setting. No big deal. Would you call yourself a bit of a pinball wizard? Uh, absolutely not. I think I went to go play pinball once with the hood guys over at uh, Blaine Brook. Yep. And I I got absolutely demolished. Smoked I think I by put Donnie, my money probably. I got to put my money in the wrong machine. All it did was give me quarters. I didn't know what to do, so I threw them at people, got kicked out. It was a whole big thing. Did you fake appendicitis? Uh, no. Um, I faked anal leakage. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> oh, Josh. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with you. All right, we can get moving on here, but very quickly, uh, Walters took your spot Saturday morning. He was our co-host instead of me going solo. Obviously, you never listen back to the pod because you're a terrible person, but if you had to just guess, um, if you just had to guess and grade how Walters did Saturday morning, what grade would you give him in a letter grade? One question before I answer that. Did Mm -hmm. he do a rebirth of the Walters comedy bit? There was no Walters comedy bit. Uh, Probably C-. minus. You know, that's probably fair. Uh, all right. 
Uh, that was the intro. Glad to hear you're back in action, though, and we don't sound like shit because I'm not in your basement using my <laughs> my Microsoft Surface mic. Um, but anyways, Gars Grinder, let's get into it. Segment start time, three minutes and 50 seconds. That's for you, Al. Uh, this week's Gars Grinder has to be, I know a lot of people like to call him Danny Dimes. I started last year the Danny Dashes. Big fan of Danny Dashes. He only had 202 yards and one tud through the air. Um, you know, one, or I guess, no, nah, I was going to say one if I land, two if I see. That doesn't make sense in this scenario. But only 202 yards and a tud through the air. But this dude had 11 dashes for 107 yards, a, t- a rushing touchdown, and six of those rushes were for rushing first downs. And so we're in the Champions League. We do um, point. We do half point per first down. And so I can see those, you know, first down stats. Six of his rushes were for first downs. So I mean, Danny Dashes was literally keeping that game alive. They only won by six. You have to give a lot of credit to what um, what Danny Dashes was doing there. So this week's Scar's Grinder is. The Danny Dashes on the six and one um, New York Giants. Josh? Very nice. Um, I, I do have a kind of a so the Champions League. I may not be a member, but if I provide an idea that the rest of the group, aka Dictator Gar, um, yes. likes, would it guarantee me a spot when somebody loses instead of me having to write another sales pitch? I mean, you'll probably. I mean, you'll probably be in within two years because, like I said, if you're not in next year, I think probably every four years, just because who knows how long the league will actually last. So probably every four years, we're going to do a guillotine invitational. So you should be in within two years, I would imagine. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Continue. Okay. Um, but yeah. So the the idea is punter yards. Just, I don't think who the even- hell do you know has a punter league. <sighs> Yeah, well, that's a good question. I think either next year we're going to do like either two defenses or two kickers or something like that. So I don't know. Maybe maybe if I don't even know if punters are an option. I don't think punters are an option. Um, but we can look into that. Uh, but that would be interesting. Yep. Yeah, but going on to the rant and rave, I'm just going to go ahead. Uh, I got three words. Green Bay dead. Josh. Weekly recap. <laughs> I said last week that I, I refuse to count the Green Bay Packers dead. It appears that at this point I am higher on the Packers than you are. Why, again, I know you talked about it this week, but after seeing another week of the misery, we won't sit here and talk about the Green Bay Packers forever, but what, why is this year so different? Why are they dead this year in your eyes versus the other years? What, what has the Washington game showed you? Well, there's a lot of mental errors. Um, for some odd reason, we're putting Mr. Butters himself back there to catch a punt. That's two, two fumbled punts in uh, two weeks for Mr. Amari Rogers. He ain't it. I say just trade him to that purple team to the west for that JJ dude they got. Just get him off the books. Even Steven. Um, yep, even one for one. One equals one. Come on, Gar. Math. Um, but, no, I mean, overall, the run game hasn't done much. Haven't had a solid O-line. I think we're on, like, our 15th rotation of offensive linemen. Um Defense, they're supposed to be top two, not two, and they are. They're definitely top two, not two, but it's just in a league of their own. They're playing against the ones and the twos on the Green Bay side of the field. So I know in the offseason, they had the whole um, Rodgers coming out of the locker room, addressing the press. Yeah, our offense is struggling a bit. Just got a good defense. No, you don't. You got a shitty offense, and you got a crappy defense. It just so happens that the turd sandwich that's your offense is slightly less turdier than the turd sandwich that's your defense. I hate Green Bay. They're dead. God damn it! Go pack us.
<laughs> All right, that was the rant part of the rant and rave. I just, I mean, it's, I mean, we've talked about it a lot, but I know Walters going into set or going into Sunday. He was talking about he's really interested to see what the Giants do, and I was like, yeah, the Giants and the Jets to see what they do. They come out six and one and five and two. New York football, here we go, baby. Um, I mean, at this point, like a lot well, of people can say here, they can. I'm gonna go. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I'm just gonna go back and rewind <laughs> a little bit. Are you saying that the two teams that are most like that recently beat the Packers before the Washington uh, football team did? Um, they're they're combined eleven and three right now. That is correct. Wow. Okay. So maybe Green Bay's not dead. They're just getting you know they're getting the hard part of the schedule out of the way, and the Commanders were just was just the fluke. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Exactly, thanks, Gar. That's exactly what I'm saying. Um, but I mean, at this point, like a lot of people can say they can regress to the mean, and maybe they're not as good as their record appears. But wins are wins. You get the wins on the on paper. I mean, they a, a couple balls bounce their way, and they're in the playoffs. They get you know only four more wins probably for the Giants to hit that playoff threshold. So, if there's what however however many games left, eleven games left, is that what it is, or just ten games? Ten games left for them. They just they win half of those. They're in the playoffs. I mean. It's just crazy. Good, good for New York football, though. Matt Ryan bench. That was crazy. That came out yesterday. Chargers. I, I called it, and I, I think I still had them being like ten and seven, like a very fringe playoff team. But everything looks so good for them. I just knew it wouldn't work out because that's how my fandoms work. But Chargers, why? Why are you so bad? Why are you make me cry? And then injuries. Josh, you put that in there. I think I thought I read there's like thirty two or thirty six injuries this week. Absolutely wild. What's happening? I don't know because they don't all play on turf, but it does. I mean, it just seems like this week there was a lot of different uh, fantasy relevant. Um, um, some of them ended up, you know, coming out on the other end a little bit um, better than others. Obviously, losing Brees Hall uh, for the season with his torn ACL and meniscus—that's that, not good. Um, never fun to lose a stud like that, even if he's not on your team. He's not on, or he's only on one of my. He's teams, just good but, for the sport of football. I mean, yeah, he's, he's good for football. To watch. Yeah, but then you also got um, DK Metcalf. I think has a high ankle sprain. Um, and that's the only other name that really popped up in my mind right now because my brain hurts. Mike Williams um, also with an ankle, yeah. Yeah, Mike Williams went down with his ankle, um, though it sounds like he might be a shorter recovery time. It sounds like um, um, Amon Ross St. Brown didn't have a concussion, but he's in concussion protocol because why not? Because those um, new rules, yeah. Yeah, um, and then um, they're saying Matt Ryan has an injury, which is why he's being benched, but... Um, it's not, you know, yeah, as far as fantasy relevant. Yeah, well, yeah, duh, not hurt bank account. Um, but uh, so it's just it's it's been interesting to see. Um, obviously, you know, fantasy injuries never fun. Um, has your team hit the injury bug at all, or are you uh, are you safe in in <laughs> all of your eighteen leagues? I mean, when you, I mean, yeah, I'm in, t- I'm in ten leagues actively. So certainly, like the, the thing I think most alarming for me, because I guess I have Mike Williams in a couple leagues. So like seeing him out for you know two to five You're weeks welcome. isn't great. But Mark Andrews only getting like zero for two receptions, having one carry for four yards. Mark Mark Andrews like got absolutely no fantasy points, and then he turns around and he plays this Thursday night. That's really flying under the radar. They could just because he's such a pro, they could just be resting him so he's as fresh as he can be for the Thursday night game. But low key, I'm concerned for Mark Andrews, who I have in a couple leagues. So I hope everything's all right with him, but yeah, no, I have him in a league and, and it's not, um, I hadn't been paying too much attention to it up until like, uh, today. Um, I know that he had been, um, sitting, getting some, it sounded like veteran rest, but who knows what it is nowadays. Um, with, uh, all the things that they can report and not report and yeah, um, and so obviously they're between the podcast we had the cmc trade go down 
Um, I don't know. Was that before this Saturday? Yeah, it was. So you guys probably talked about it. I want to address that then. Um, I don't think we, I don't remember talking about the CMC trade much, but I mean, you can go ahead and talk about it real quick. No, I, I was just going to say it was a little bit shocking to see. I know that uh, it looked like um, some of the details of the Rams trade came out. They're trying to offload acres for CMC with some picks involved. Um, but uh, um, he ended up going to San Fran. So it'll, it'll be fun to see because that uh, San Fran team, um, especially when Trey Lance comes back, um, will they even throw the ball? Will they become the Atlanta Falcons of 2022? Just running the fucking wishbone every play. Basically. Um and so going into another injury, we have, um, unfortunately, it seems like Kyle Pitts is injured, um, decapitated, a whole thing, um, because they only target him three times a game. Um, but, you know, when you think about it, that offense only throws the ball 13 times every week. So, you know, that's the offense Christian Watson should be in, because that's NDSU written all over it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, there were a lot of injuries, though, but we can keep moving here. Um, weekly recap, Josh. Uh <coughs> i'm really sorry about that <coughs> excuse me um weekly recap grain of salt how'd you do last week josh oh gosh i didn't have it pulled up but i went uh four and two um obviously i have no head in two of the guillotine leagues um but uh, i won two. in the yeah i won in the against the median so technically you know three and two um, but we count it as a win, so four and two. Um, one and two of the dynasties lost and deflate these balls. If you listen to the pre-show, you heard me ranting about that, about how I had the second most points for, ended up playing against the point most points for. Uh, see you in the championships, bud. Um, and so, um, and then I dropped my second straight in the Victoria's Secret to Jack. Um, obviously, Josh Allen on bye doesn't help. Um, and um, a couple other things, just tough matchups overall. But how do you do, Gar? Uh, well, I would like to very quickly. I know last week I didn't have it ready because I was just a lazy piece of shit last week. But last week I I guessed I went three and five. That was a lie. Last week I went two and six, which is even worse, which is bad. But I went even worse this week. I went one and seven this week. The only league I won in was deflate these balls. So I'm twenty seven and twenty nine um, heads up on the season. So that's brutal. I am still live in both guillotine leagues and in Brad's guillotine league. I still have like nine hundred and forty bucks or whatever it is. So that feels pretty good in a pretty prime position in that league. But um j balls guillotine league i've only got 200 bucks left and you know we'll see how that goes but going one and seven is absolutely brutal um 27 29 is not good and then when you go down here with the intellectual property of joshua allen bunker incorporated playing every team every week i am 302 and 343 um so that's you know 40 i'm batting 468 which is not good um in fantasy records the only two leagues i'm above 500 in are both dynasty leagues so leagues i couldn't really fuck up in redrafts this year too bad uh the bsb league and and the deflate these balls league um those are the only two leagues i'm above 500 in when i'm playing every team every week so that's a bit brutal and uh yeah we gotta we gotta get the ship turned around but it appears redraft again was just not my thing this year i yo-yo and this year i'm yo-yoing down hard and i don't like it josh yeah not good you want to go ahead and blow through the fan duel top three because then i'll do the the hood lines a little bit a little bit after that yeah, for sure. Uh, top three fantasy points last week. We had Joe Burrow with thirty nine point two four. Josh Two Jacobs with Josh Jacobs with thirty five. Austin Eckler with thirty point seven. Seems he's back. Uh, top three values. Uh, Joe Burrow, as mentioned, with a thirty nine point two four, was a four point seven times value. The Cowboys defense uh, with four point seven times value. Uh, unsure of the points total, but I think it was in the twenty. Like twenty, I think twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, and then Mecole Hardman, uh, the guy in KC that caught three tutters, 4.6 times value if you were to have him in your lineups. 
top three weekly totals, we had Jack Mihoff with 157.74. Uh, then we had the Best Bean Garbanzo with 155.14. And then um, Happy Camper, Elena, I believe, with 135.24. Yeah. Um, since I believe we should add a top four score, we're just going to go ahead to the very... Oh, it's hey, me. 119.02. Oh, um, top three leaderboard, we have Jack that overtake the, overtook the lead. He has 849.34. Derek has 831.74. And then Carmel, who's slowly slipping out of the top three um, with an 826.52. And don't uh, don't quote me on that slowly slipping because I don't know if the fourth is at 700 or 825. So uh, that's what we have for the quick FanDuel top three. Gar, how'd you do last week? My last week was absolute garbage. I invested heavily in the Detroit-Dallas uh, game, and that was very disappointing for me. It did not work out. Oh, no. I did yeah. say I like Zeke, and Zeke did fine, but other than that, it was not looking good. So I did not do well. Yikes. Yeah, I, uh, I like I said, I, or if you listen to my rant there, I or not a rant, but my quick speak, I was in fourth this week, and looking at my totals, um, I got... I only got fourth because of two players because they contributed to half of my points. Um, Ken Walker got me 29 and Josh Jacobs got me 35. Is that good? You know, I'd take it. You know, if, just think if I would have had Joe Burrow in there. Who child? And to your point about the top three, I believe last week it went Carmel, Derek, Walters. And so Jack just springboards into first place, knocking um, Carmel out of that. Derek still stays in his second place that he was in last week. And then Carmel drops to third. I would imagine Walters is in fourth. Um, but, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't have it in front of me and I don't really care to look at it. But, yeah, Jack really kind of springboards into first place there. Walters and Elena are in uh, fourth and fifth within a point of each other. Um, like point three of each other. Uh, then we got Cody um, in sixth and Nikita in seventh, and they're within three points of each other, but there are 20 points back on um, Elena and Walters. Gotcha. All right, so yes, yeah, I mean, still obviously a lot of weeks left. We're not even to the total points X. We're doing the 10 best scores, so still got plenty of weeks until people are filled out, but it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Walters was, was coming in, but uh, he's got plenty of time to reclaim his throne or his third place, his place, whatever he was, um, and Carmel Bear's got plenty of time to get that throne back, so that was the top three. We don't have a medical minute this week, but um, as you said, we could have gone through, <laughs> you could have taken an hour to go through all those injuries from the weekend, and uh, with that, Josh, do you want to go ahead and give your super great awesome intro for the hoodlines <laughs> what's good in the hood brought to us by skybusters hoodlines tonight Bradley's hard man is enough to break Jesse's hard hat in this week's blue collar brawl T can digs it all he wants, but he comes up a day late and a dollar short looking for that buried cash treasure. In entertainment news, I can confirm that they did in fact build that city on rock and roll because they sure as hell didn't build it on fantasy points. Rock band Jefferson Starship gutters out again. After a weekend of violence, the leader of Dax Street Boys is wanted for hammering Christians. And our main story tonight, members of pa the excuse me, <clears throat> members of the Pack Lives Matter movement were reported to be pouring a cup of tea into a large body of water, which is now being labeled as the Big Lake Tea Party. All that and more on the Hoodlines. Hello. 
Hell yeah, brother. Hood lines. Um, Bradley won the side bet. Uh, the side bet was, look at these TDs, the most offensive touchdowns. And Bradley squeaked it out with six. I believe there were a bunch of people, or at least a couple people at five. And so yeah, Brad I'm gonna... squeaks away with it at six. Can I challenge his win? Sure. Why would, sure. I mean, on what grounds? Technically, it was only three touchdowns. He just happened to have the thrower and the catcher of them all. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, that, that's the way she goes. I know. I'm just kidding. Good on him for knowing that because I, I didn't start Miko Hardman. I had him in a, in a league, a.k.a. the Dynasty League. Yeah, I mean, Bradley loves his stacks, dude. I believe he's starting Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hardman. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, Good that, for him. That's, that's how Bradley did it before, so that's how he's doing it again, right? And then, uh, I mean, we're halfway through the season. I mean, we, we don't really talk about the league too much these days, but Derek's first at 11-3. and three. Second place is Eric Szymanski at 9-5. and five. T also nine and five, Josh nine and five. So that is the top four right there. Um, bottom of the league, we have five people at five and nine. So there's still there's really no no one's really guttered out in the league yet, and there's still what fourteen wins available with seven weeks. You know, heads up heads up matches and um, the me, the median. So with five people being tied at the bottom at five and nine, this league is still wide open, um, and we'll just see how things go. But Derek is the points for leader and the points against least. Or so I guess also the leader, and then the least points for is Jesse, and I'm second to last Boo, and then the most points against is unfortunately Willie, and then Nikita. So that's tough, um, but there's still lots of season left. So Josh, how do you feel about your outlook? Currently, ESPN has you at a 80% chance to make the playoffs. Do you feel that's accurate, Mister Nine and Five? Yeah, um, I do. Obviously, don't know with injuries and all that jazz. Um, I have been. I'm not even going to say it because then I'll drink it. Um, but uh, I've had a few positions that I've just been super seem to lucky every week. Look at me go. My luck score is 96th. It's, it's probably 98 at this point. Um, but uh, obviously, the James Robinson trade helps my Travis ETN stocks. Um, and then Ramondre showing that he can be a PPR monster is, is also helpful. Um, this might be the first week in like years that I've actually benched Kareem Hunt in a PPR league. Um, Are you but I just, feel like, I, I just feel like I have a bye week this week with my opponent. Are you playing me? Yeah. Damn it. I do have the second least points for, so that's that's tough, dude. Um, what am I projected right now? I'm projected well, you're projected to lose, buddy. You're projected to lose by twelve, so I don't want to fucking I don't have it. a quarterback in. Yeah, and you're not gonna do it because you're you think you're cocky and then you won't start one and then I squeeze out the win by half a point. Bad corrections, you lose. <laughs> maybe all right those were the hood lines and then a little bit more league talk so thank you so much skybusters for um financially sponsoring us i appreciate you um josh worthy waivers i i didn't write anything into the little bit there um but anyone you're looking to this week any bye week woes for you i know um i know both the chargers and the chiefs are on buys, so there's definitely some fantasy performers there that people will be missing for someone like me who owns both justin herbert and patrick mahomes and the deflate these balls league i have to pick someone up love them having the same buy but what about you um anyone you're looking to on the waivers whether it's just for a bye week fill-in or someone you think who's going to pop off here um i mean in the hidden oaks league i've got justin herbert on a buy so i'll probably just gonna you know wait until waivers go through and then pick up the scraps um just to get a quarterback in there who knows uh looking at matchups and whatnot but those are that's my only really affected by person um with the dynasty league since they're a little bit deeper rosters i haven't run into an issue with those um and so 
Um, Al just said Keontae Ingram is a speculative ad. I agree on that one because he seemed to get the goal line carries. Who the for hell Arizona. is that? If okay, I, I literally had never heard that name before just reading it when Al typed. And he, had, I mean, he had a pretty solid game. Um, you know, you know, still got his. Um, he was one of the guys that Jack had that I ended up going up against. Um, but so. Uh, th- yeah, he, he'd be a sneaky ad as well. Um, nice little handcuff there. Um, otherwise, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, you mentioned Danny Dimes as your Gars grinder. He's having a solid season this year, so he might That's be worth Danny dashes to you, pal. Whatever. Um, Danny can't stop on a dime trip over himself on an 80-yard non-touchdown run. Got it. Um, I hear but, jealousy. Uh, <laughs> sure. Um, maybe Snoop Connor. If you want to add him, isn't he still the, the backup in Jacksonville for running back? Just has a little handcuff there. Um, otherwise, yeah, I don't have any worthy waivers. If you were if you were streaming QBs or you just had to, you had a QB, you know, for one week, would you? Do you think Sam uh, Ellinger, Ellinger, whatever his first name is uh, or last name is, um, who's taking over from Matt Ryan? Do you think that's worth an ad? They're playing the Commanders this week. Well, the Commanders, um, believe it or not, are actually probably a top two team in the NFL this season. Um, <laughs> so if you lose to them, it's not that embarrassing. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So maybe Sam Ellinger. I think that uh, the fact that there's no film on this kid might be helpful. Um, other people that might be worth taking a look, you know, Jameis is going up against Las Vegas, whose defense is atrocious. Um, and then uh, P.J. Walker, who had a nice little fill-in against the the T- Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who's who are literally spiraling into a you know into an abyss, but nobody seems to comment on. Yeah, I wouldn't even talk about Tom Brady being dead. He's dead. Um, what about? I mean, some people would have picked him up early, but you know, a lot of people were riding the hot hat in Kenyon Drake. But Gus Edwards definitely got the lion's shares in Baltimore. They've got a quick. Um, they're on Thursday night, so then a short week. Gus Edwards would be playing Thursday night at Tampa Bay. Do you think Gus Edwards? I mean, do you think the volume's enough to be sustainable? Would you want to stay away from him this week, but maybe play him in later weeks? What do you think about Gus Edwards? Yeah, I mean, he he did get um, the opportunity. He only played 37% of the snaps and got 16 carries, which is a decent number. Um, but he had the two touchdowns. Um, once again, another player that Jack had going up against me. Um, Suck it, nerd. And so, right. Um, but um, it's still that timeshare with Kenyon Drake um, and and then Justice Hill, if you want to believe he's still a person. Um, but you know, only only playing thirty seven percent of the snaps. I don't think he's going to get that output each week. So Kenyon Drake might be somebody to consider. All right, last question here before we move on to the outro and then the obituaries. That'll be amazing. I'm sure you worked very hard on them. Um, the Carolina backfield now in that vacuum of CMC. Do you want Deonta Foreman or Chuba Hubbard? Do you want one over the other? Do you want both just to see who falls out, or do you not want to touch that backfield? Do you think both will be garbage? I probably don't want to touch it. Um, Obviously, I mean, I think Chuba had a decent week last week, so he might be the guy to roll with. Obviously, he had, um, well, I don't know how. Here, I'll, 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 give, I'll give you the stats here. Chuba had nine carries for 63 yards and a tud, and then two receptions for 10 yards. Um, so I'm not going to read the scoring because I'm currently have, I'm in sleeper, but on Brad's leagues. But, you know, 70 yards, tud. And then Deonta Foreman, he had 15 carries for 118 yards and then two receptions for 27 yards. So Deonta Foreman had more carries. Uh, they were both very efficient with their carries, and then Deonta Foreman was slightly more efficient with his receptions. But they were... Kind of, I mean, Deonta Foreman was the leader, but um, who knows? I think Chuba Hubbard was the starter, if that makes a difference. Yeah, I would say that if you played either of those guys, you'd be very happy with the output, considering what that offense has looked like this season. Um, 
and but whether or not that continues is is another thing so whoever carves out more of a role in the coming week might be worth adding some adding to the lineup um but until there's a little bit more clear clarity as to who they're going to kind of ride um i'd i'd probably avoid it and stick with guys that are already on your roster and and you know we're are there for a reason or um well just you know if you're playing against me bench everybody that's fine <laughs> all right those were the worthy waivers josh outro real quick i'll just let the people know that obviously we appreciate those who participate in the discord and we will continue to appreciate you um you'd never be afraid to leave us voicemails at anchor.fm slash hood pod slash message if you want i know we don't really have a lot of segments built for that these days we kind of got rid of the the fave you know who but uh maybe we'll do something back funny enough a couple other podcasts are now doing their own very very close spinoffs of that the fave list but you know we did it first we were the trailblazers and no one no other podcast in the history forever did before us so obviously we did it first but um <laughs> just kidding um but yeah we appreciate that and we will not. see you guys back again saturday morning um we'll be back with the saturday morning pod unless josh are you going to be out of town again should i be disappointed should i get someone else saturday morning or are you going to be there um yeah no I, I mean it's asher's birthday but i should be able to make it work Gotcha. All right, sounds good. And birthday then, party. Sorry. Now that you mentioned it, Friday. I'll probably—I guess I'll probably be in the cities. Hopefully, I just won't forget my fucking laptop again. But um, all right. So though, that's the outro. We appreciate everyone for listening. And now it is time for the obituaries. Um, Josh, uh, we'll go ahead and play the little, the sad music for just a little bit. But let's let's just tone ourselves down here. It's you know we've lost. We didn't really have obituaries. Um, we didn't have a. I don't know. It's it's we didn't have obituaries two weeks ago, and then yours was a poem last week. Your your lovely wife and yourself left us. Um, but um, let's just go ahead and change the tone. And we're we're always sad to lose our fantasy comrades. So I'll play the sad music for a bit, Josh. Then you can you can uh, you can take it away. R.I.P. in peace. September fifth, twenty twenty two to October 24th, 2022. Jared Boyer and Dan Jr. Splets. I I didn't have the, the opportunity to meet Mr. Splets. I did, however, have the opportunity to fight alongside him in the war known as Call of Duty. It was a brief time. He may not remember me. He may be too busy discussing with Brad the proper height of the blade on the riding lawnmower they use to cut the grass in the 95 degree heat year round, rain or shine. But I will say, Dan, Junior Splits, RIP in peace, your team stunk. I don't know who was on it, but they stunk. Jared Boyer, I happen to know through softball, He's a member of the Sterling Trophy team, and I'd be remiss in saying they didn't lose to the Biscuits a few years back, playing with an all-left-handed infield, which is just unheard of in baseball slash softball. The clear underdogs, the Biscuits, came in and dominated that team, only to go on and lose in the prior match or in the next few matches. We may not be talking about his departure of the guillotine league because i don't know how it happened i just assume a giant blade fell down upon his head much like that of the sterling trophy team back when they lost to the biscuits if i haven't made the point the sterling trophy team lost to the biscuits r.i.p in peace jared boyer
Go Packers. Grab your butt cheeks and pull out my willy. Stir your asshole like a hot bowl of chili. I'll